0: Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Lunch with Legs. Legs Malone here wishing you all a very warm hello and how are you? I am... I'm always excited to bring you all of our episodes. This one takes the cake. I was thrilled to sit down with the fabulous Kitten and Kent and Karen Fian of Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off. And... uh I'm going to let them speak for themselves for just a second. I don't think I've ever moved that much in three
1: minutes. (laughs) Yeah? I feel really weighted. Yeah, you should.
0: We rented a studio
2: space. People (laughs) probably thought dogs and cats were dying in there. (laughs) That's how much fun we were having. (laughs) Just yelling and figuring out our bodies
3: together. It was fun.
0: So, I am... Yeah, this, this, is a, this is a good one, folks. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Uh, but what I am going to do is tell you just a little bit about these lovely ladies uh, before we dive on into the interview. Kit and Kent sent me an amazing bio, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it. I'm also going to post this on the blog at lunchwithlegs.com. So if you feel like reading it as well, please do go there and check it out. Kitten Kent, Girl Detective, has proudly co-produced and co-hosted Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off for over three years, as well as performing in a variety of other shows. She also acts, most notably in the feature films Cut to Black and Prayer to a Vengeful God. She is a bewitching sorceress in the Malagres music video for the song Glowing Mouth, and she appears in ad campaigns worldwide, including being the face of Tattoo Girl Lingerie. Karen did not send me a bio, but I think she would appreciate it when I say, Karen is a foxy drunk who also happens to be extremely funny. I was very fortunate to be uh, in the audience of their December show of Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off, which is a monthly comedy and burlesque show that happens right now at the Crane Theatre I cannot recommend this show enough. Please, please, please go. It's at a very reasonable hour on a Sunday evening, and these ladies do such an amazing job of curating all of the artists, all of whom are female and fucking ferocious. Pardon my French. I am not going to wait waste another second uh, talking about them, let's go ahead and get to the interview. And just a quick shout-out to everyone who has been donating to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please keep those donations coming. Dave and I are so deeply appreciative of them. You can go ahead and click on the Donate button on the upper right-hand corner of our website, lunchwithlegs.com. So go ahead, get nice and comfortable, pour yourself a cup of something good, and get ready for the intrepid and fabulous Kitten Kent and Karen Fian of Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off. All right. Kitten and Karen of Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off, thank you so much for being my guests this evening. How are you? Great. Good. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. I I owe a huge uh, debt of gratitude to my intrepid producer, Mr. David Lawrence Bird, who is quietly sitting here until he starts to laugh. (laughs) <laughs> um for telling me about you guys cuz he was saying like oh my god these girls they've got something really special this show is so cool Aww. it's like the comics are great the burlesque is great and i went to your last show in december the last mm-hmm. show of 2014 mm-hmm. and i it blew me away you guys are fucking great oh
1: well, thank you so much no i mean and i
0: and i i mean there's something there's the old burlesque show format you know 60, 70, 80 years ago mm-hmm. uh, or longer, there, there were always comedians and the girls. And I love that not only have you guys brought that format back in a much more concentrated form, but it's also all women, Yeah, which is fucking <laughs> rad. How did you guys... Okay, so I, I'm, I am bursting with questions. I would love to know, first, a little bit about you guys individually. Uh, but also how you guys got to know each other and how this show was birthed yeah. from your brains. Yeah. Well, we've known each other for how long? Like, uh, It's
1: been at least eight years.
0: Yeah. Long oh.
2: time. Eight years. Yeah,
1: we- I think about eight years this summer. Okay. Eight and a
2: half years. Holy. We, um, yeah. we used to do theater together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess I started doing stand-up after. We did theater together or maybe I like... think
1: you were there was a time where there's an actually was a show called Stand Up Comic. And we used to do these plays for um Steven Tannenbaum, yes. this director had this company and we would do these like these nights of five minute plays. Oh, wow. And it would be at this place called Sutra on like first and first. Yeah. Is that where it was? Summer or like second and first or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would just be this like crazy night of these five minute plays that you just rehearsed that month. Right. And wow. I do remember at one point there was one called Stand-Up Comic, and Karen played a stand-up comic, and I played a woman who was, like, had social anxiety disorder, who was getting over it by doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, oh, and I, I just, remember that one. I just remember the only joke I remember, I was like, what's the opposite of blue paint? Red paint. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh. I just got these terrible jokes off, like, a website and was reading them. Just as, like... You have a good memory. That's the only part I remember. I remember um. you, but I remember you did, like, part of your act at yeah. the time. Yeah, Wow. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> I'm like, I smoke too much fun. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember it as vividly as you do. But I'm, but we did have a lot of fun. And we always stayed in touch. We, cl- we always clicked with each other.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I think that when I started getting a little bit more serious about stand-up, then one of the first things that I noticed was just the ratio of men to women on every single show. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, whatever, I'm going to make it all girls and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So I, but I, and I just, I just got in touch with Kitten right away and I was like, we should just do stand up and burlesque together and have it be all girls and have fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that, That was, I don't know. Yeah. How long has the show been going for? A little over three years. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow, I am late to the game. No, it's, <laughs> that's no,
1: amazing. It's, it's it actually just hasn't it hasn't really had um, burlesque people haven't really come to it until recently. Actually, <clears throat> it was mostly an audience of comics, and I think it was kind of cool to grow it that way organically. Because I actually, um, when Karen first asked me, I was kind of nervous to even do it because. I had done burlesque for a few years but I felt like I like I've never really like tried to get booked. Like I always just did people's shows like I and not because I love burlesque and I love watching it but I just was not I didn't think I was like that great of a burlesque performer. So I was just kind of like I don't know if I feel comfortable even producing a burlesque show, but I'd produced variety shows for years and different things. So I was like, well, I might as well just try. I'll just bring on like awesome women to do the show. Yeah. So I think I was actually originally kind of nervous to promote it within the burlesque community because mm-hmm. that kind of felt, like, out of my depth. Because at first, too, um, I felt really nervous co-hosting. Like, I would mostly be more quiet, I think. And-
2: Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we definitely, because we didn't know really exactly what we were doing. And I think that what's what's made the show what it is and what's so great is, We just book, and a lot of repeat people, um, some new people, but we just book really quality performers, and it's like we don't have to do anything. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We just, like, I think we've gotten really good at cultivating a show that is dynamic, Mm -hmm. um, diverse, you know? Mm -hmm. We try to, you know, run the gamut and, and pick women that represent different things, and you know, I, th- I think one of the best things about our show is that it's just right in your face. Like, oh, women are funny and sexy at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And it's and fine. Furious. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's like, that's one of the things that's so funny to me because the burlesque artists will come up to the comics sometimes after the show and be like, you are so brave. Like, wow, like you're. And the comics, like, wow. what? You just had <laughs> you just like a thermometer in your butt, me. you know? Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was exactly. there for that show. Oh my god. Davina, Davina. <laughs> yeah. Love her.
2: So, but it's just funny, and, and um, you know, especially with all the stupid slut shaming and idiot stuff going on, it's just a place where you know, really strong, powerful women can just have each other's backs and mm-hmm. you know, you you do what you do and you're great at it,
0: I do what I do and I'm great at it and I support you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. It had, yeah, the the when I was there in December, I mean I really noticed I mean not only was everybody spectacular, I mean the comics and the burlesquers were all just they were on their game. And it was fantastic. And there have been so many times where I've been I mean thankfully not recently, but you know, sort of a long time ago, where i would be like, okay, you know, this all women thing. And sometimes it's like, yeah, there's some great talent. And sometimes it's like, oh, well, it's clear that this person just got in because they needed to, like, you know, tick off that box. Like, yes, yeah. it's, all women. it's
2: like, well, it's, it's, yeah,
0: you're fine. You're a woman. Come right. on in. Come on mm-hmm. in and, yeah. like, you got, like, there was none of that. Like, you guys fucking, you know, you hit that shit like a two by four. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was, yes. like great comics, That's great, great burleskers, yeah. well curated as well. I mean, I don't know. Oh, thank um, you. I, 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 the little that I know about stand-up comedy, you know the bits that people work on, and you know how to curate different sets. You know you have a five-minute set, you have an eight-minute set, right. fifteen-minute totally. set. Right. Um, totally. What are the What are the guidelines that you give or guidance, yeah, um, if any, to all of your performers, like yeah. theme, thematically or time-wise or
2: You know, it's um, we we usually try to keep the comics at seven, eight-minute sets, and mm-hmm. um, because we're packing in so much and we want to make sure everybody, uh, you know, has a fair amount of stage time, and I mean, I I, I mostly the women that I book, I, I know them whether whether I'm really good friends with them or I've seen their work a lot, so I'm familiar with it, mm-hmm. and you know, I book them because I'm like they'll work perfect on this show. Yeah, they're not going to say anything that you know. And it's, you know, comics are still comics, and they push the envelope sometimes, and there's, you know, PC stuff, you gotta, you know, it comes with the territory. But I think for the most part, I mean, the thing that I find the most that the comics do is is immediately self-deprecate, which sometimes mm-hmm. I kind of want to be like, you don't have to say that. Like, I you know, I've had... Friends like comics come up and be like, Karen, you know, you're making us all look like basic bitches because this girl was just like fantastic. And it's like, well, that didn't get a laugh. And like, why don't you just stay positive, you know? Like, yeah. but that's, I think it's rare. I think for the most part, it's like just a lot of support and just a lot of like respect for what, you know, people do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. And I think when I first started booking burlesque I would only book um I think the first two shows we had Scooter Pie, Kristen Lee and Lovely Ray and they're all good friends of mine and so I was actually so scared to even approach anybody else because Aww. I just like I just I guess I just felt so like I felt almost like fraudulent for even producing a burlesque show. I don't know why but I just felt like ah, I'm not really in the scene that much like but then I had been in a show with Davina like think when we first started out, we did like a lovely Ray showcase. So I contacted her and she's been amazing at just like pushing me to try booking all these different people that I never knew. And Rosie LaRouge has also been amazing with that. They've both been just like, no, people want to work. Yeah, like we absolutely. love your show. Like
0: just, absolutely.
1: just ask people. And it's been really like a great way to meet people too. And just like have yeah. a bunch of amazing performers. And I usually just tell them they can do whatever they want, but that, I mean, comedic acts, go over the best, but I'm like, you know, we've done plenty of serious acts, too. Yeah. Or just straight-up sexy acts. So. Yeah. But I, I want people to, I guess, unless I book a really specific act, I just mm-hmm. want people to feel like they can do anything. Sure. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And most of the comics I book are, like, straight, straight, like, stand-ups, but we definitely have, once in a while, some character, some girls who mm-hmm. do like character and, like, well, like... We had Lauren Wall on last time, and she mm-hmm. sang and, like, did, like, a really mm-hmm. funny monologue, so... Yeah. We're similar in that way. We're like we, we definitely want the artists to do what they want with their time.
3: Yeah.
0: Mhm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys ever worked with just like Curiosity Carolyn Castiglia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Carolyn. I met her we were on a this like art panel thing yeah. uh, two summers ago in Governor's Island and I just I totally fell in love with her. She's really cool. I like her so. I a lot. want to get her on the mm-hmm. podcast. I would yeah. love to interview her. She's, She's just great. Just so like no holds barred in a no, really yeah. loving way. Yeah. <laughs> That's because she, she's
2: like, to me, she's like super funny, super tough, and she's a mom too. And it's yeah. just like, she's very dynamic and, you know, doesn't hold back her opinions, which I respect.
0: I like her
3: a lot. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah.
0: So I have to say, it's one of the nice things also about being in New York. Do you think that this show would be possible in any other city That's apart from like question. LA? I was just going to say, maybe I don't LA. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, we always joke around, like we talk,
2: or toy around with the idea of like maybe we could pull it off in Chicago or something. I don't know. I don't know the burlesque scene. I know there's a good comedy scene, but I'm not sure about the burlesque scene. Um, there's
0: a huge burlesque scene in Chicago. Yeah, it's very politicized though. Okay. So it's, it's well, it's Chicago. Right there you go. <laughs> Politics.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that would be possible. I think we
1: would just have to link up with some, you know, mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I feel like I just am so like I I went straight from my parents' house in Ohio to New York, so I feel like I just haven't really like seen enough of the country in a way. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't really yeah. know, but I'm right. assuming I feel like it'd be fun too if we ever did like a tour of it. Oh, yeah, that would be really oh, fun. Man. Yeah, we just need like a million
2: bucks.
0: <laughs> That's all. I I think. Think. I I
1: think.
3: Like cool milk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing a, nothing a, nothing a you know a kickstarter or 4 couldn't hear of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> But um what were you just get? but
2: that's the one thing that is so great about New York the depth of talent the yeah. you know I think King- and like, the availability of like, it Right Mm -hmm. And you printed out that list one time of, like, all the different
1: comics and artists we've
2: given, you know, stage Mm -hmm. time to. And it
1: was a big list. It was crazy. We've had something like 150 comics on. Something, maybe even more now. Damn. Well, I mean, that makes makes sense over
0: three three some odd years. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and you book how many comics a night? Between four and five. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because we've probably had, like, 50 different burleskers, maybe. Wow. maybe, Maybe not 50, but a lot. Maybe... 40 to 50? I don't know. And then I have a list, though, of every show we've ever done, what every burlesque person did. Thank God. And what, and like, not what every comic did, but every comic that was on it. Yeah. Yeah. That way we can I like to refer to all the combos When we're booking the shows She's <laughs> so
2: much better than me No, you're like a
1: genius booker though You like book the most genius Oh really? Because I'll shit.
2: get the Facebook message once in so a while Uh, you know you booked me, right? I don't see myself on the invite I'm like,
3: ooh, oh, my, my, bad, 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 my, bad, my bad,
2: my bad, I got you, I got you It just was a typo <laughs> <laughs> <A> Two word, non-existent <laughs> typo <laughs> Yeah, that's why you're better. I need you. <laughs> we've, we've started doing something where we started booking comics as a stage kitten once in a while too. But you is, did that in the
0: show in December, cool.
2: mm-hmm. which I think is like you know our way again of like I think we're we're starting to do a lot of like marriage of the two. Mm-hmm. like i've started like that. yeah Some crossover yeah just um you know because why not i don't know yeah We're full of ideas We're just, we never say <laughs> no to each other
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well because i started performing in her act and um at the last th- like i rarely mm-hmm. like especially to that extent like one time kitten was like i think is my birthday show Oh Remember? yeah,
1: that's me. Yeah, and so
2: I had on this dress, and she's like, "I'm just gonna rip your dress off." I'm like, "That sounds awesome. I'm totally up for it." Like, Can you just maybe pull it over my head? Because I think like the shoulders might get stretched out. She's like, "Yes, absolutely, 100." I got you, no problem. We get on stage in the heat of the moment. She's like, <laughs> oh, no. "It was fine. It was like a silly little dress or something, and it turned out to be hilarious. So you couldn't resist me.
1: It was just in the heat of the moment. I just couldn't. It was it was fun because for her birthday show." <laughs> um, I did an act to Stevie Wonder song, uh Mashri, the More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, did I mangle <laughs> that too badly? <laughs> no, no, but, no um, but it was funny because I actually I knew I was I knew I was like gonna get her on stage and just like rip her clothes off. So I just I wasn't actually <laughs> sure which song I was going to do it to until the day before. Wow. <laughs> and I just I was listening on my iPod. I was like, I'll find the perfect one. I'll find the perfect one. And then that came on, and I was like. That's it, done. That's done. it, because I'd been thinking about it all week. I'd actually been thinking about it. A You're lot. still thinking about it now. <laughs> <laughs> I know
3: you are. But um,
1: <laughs> but then once I picked that out, then it all came together. But then it, yeah, it was so funny. We were just it would turn into this like we practiced that backstage really fast. Cause yeah. She she knew a little bit about what was going to happen, right. and we did this really quick thing that of course went perfectly backstage. Yeah. And then on stage it was just hilarious. It was great. So, like, crazy i was just standing there i'm like i had no idea
0: this was gonna happen that's why i'm wearing matching bra and pants <laughs> so surprised well, there's always the i don't know if it applies in comedy but in burlesque there's always the joke about like the sophomore time okay. like the sophomore slump the second time you do anything okay. it mm-hmm. always goes a bit not according to yeah, plan. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
3: so
2: true that definitely that definitely applies to me personally doing comedy like literally the first time i ever did stand up i was like oh my. God, I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm like, why am I doing this every single day? And then the next night, it was still, like, okay, but it wasn't that same. And so that's, you're exactly right. That's the thing of, like, am I again I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, to, yeah, in my
0: experience, it applies to, you know, both the creative act, but then also, like, producing a show. Mm. I mean, especially, mm. like, a monthly or a weekly. You yeah. know, it's, like, it get out, and, like, the first one's, yeah, it's amazing, and then suddenly it's, like, wah, wah. Yeah. And then the second one's, like, Oh my god. You're like give me strength universe. I got I, I gotta I gotta push this through and then like third, you know, and then it's like you start but it's always that little sophomore sure. slump. Yeah. yeah. That little dip. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you just
0: kinda gotta like, you know,
2: just believe in what you're doing and hope for the best, I guess. I mean yeah. We just both, like, love our show so much. Like, we say stuff all the time. I'm like, oh, we got our show's the only thing that's going right in my life. And that's how I feel. Like, <laughs> once in a yeah, while, I'm just like, hey, at least I have this show. My room is a mess. mess. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, The show's okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, we never, I never want to quit. If you no. If you quit. I'll just throw myself off a building. You um, texted
1: me that once, yeah, and it was like sure. the sweetest thing. Isn't ever. it sweet? Threatening no. suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those days, and Karen's like, "If you ever left the show, <laughs> I would throw myself off a building." <laughs> love you, <It's> <laughs> That's No, sweet. I think that's part of it, though, is like we love each other so much, yeah. and like I, I think doing the show, like we were always like friends and mm-hmm. good friends, but and like adored each other, but I think we become like really like. best friends and just like really love each other so it's been i think that comes through in a lot of
0: absolutely the synergy of that for sure yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. no i mean I, i mean just going back to watching you guys perform together Again, the only show that I've seen of yours, which was back in December, um, you guys did a do uh, double act. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 It was adorable with a capital A D O R. Wow. <laughs> Thank so, you. Ju- Thank did, you. <laughs> did you reprise that this past We, year? we did.
1: We did. It was, it, yeah, it's so funny because I am generally not much of a dancer, which is kind of a joke that my burlesque is often dancer. very like, you know, like walk over here. <laughs> but so Karen choreographed it for us, but it was so fun. Like she. She we got had the room. Had I guess it's just because I was never, like, I never took dance lessons or anything. I mean, I've done dance pieces more as yeah. an actor, but um, yeah, it was just really fun. Because I usually just, it's so hard for me to put together an act. And with Karen, she's just like, just do this, then do this, then do this. And I got to tape her doing it, and <laughs> then I had it on tape. We were loud in that rehearsal room. <laughs> People were like, what are these girls doing? And then I was like,
2: we need water. And I forgot that I only had a bra on. <laughs> I was like, I need water. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> oh, like practicing bra ones, but. We did, we had fun, and then this last time, for I was all over the place. I like did a lot of traveling, and I hadn't even thought about the act or the steps oh, or man. anything. <laughs> like I literally was like, I know those like first ones, and then we show up at the theater, and thank God she had been like watching the video because I was like, what do we do next? It was
1: so funny. We're like practicing right before the show, yep. and like the box office person comes in, and we're like running on the stage, no. and I'm like, no, 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 hair clip there, hair clip there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it was funny. It was better than the first time I forgot my gloves. I don't know if you remembered that. I was <laughs> I screaming. wouldn't have known otherwise. Oh, my goodness. I was <laughs> screaming. Oh, like, maybe you only you can hear me when I'm like, I forgot my gloves.
1: <laughs> People did they thought it off. was part of the show. Yeah. They thought you did it on purpose. Well, I that's think that's very the great kind. thing. Sometimes <laughs> people don't know if... There was a time where Karen accidentally um, hit me in the eye. Oh, my gosh. Coasting, and I have oh, an why eye bringing disorder. that up? No, no. It was a total accident. It was totally Terrible. fine. But I have an eye disorder. So if my no. eye gets touched, it like... Basically, like... Ugh, it's so boring. Yeah. It's called like recurrent corneal erosion. And my like cornea goes away temporarily. It's this crazy,
0: rare... like if your eye was a turtle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's insane. Like the nerves are just there it's, but I can, the the good thing about it is like, well, I got it from poking myself in the eye, if you can believe it. It's the most ridiculously stupid, like eye disorder of all time. No. But, um, thankfully through energy work and stuff, I've been able to control it because I've read online where people cannot control it and it's terrible. But like anyway, but I can, I'm one of those people, like I'm very scared of pain, but if I know what the pain feels like and I know I can deal with it, then I'm like. It's fine. Yeah. I just have to get through it. It's fine. But so it was, it was more like, it, it was fine that it hurt, but my eyes started like tearing and then we'd come on stage and it was like crying. Yeah. And then people told me later, they thought it was this bit we worked out. <laughs> like they thought we nope, like memorized the line. Somebody's like, do you guys memorize that? Like as a script? Are and you was, joking? And I'm not joking. Oh my and God. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, it really, even Sean, my brother was actually like, I think some people thought that was like a joke that. The eye thing happened. People really like to suspend their disbelief. <laughs> and,
2: like, have a good night. Oh, it's part of their performance. They've made this up for me. <laughs> nope, just poked her right in her silly little eyeball. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, I was so I felt so guilty. No, that it was night. it was like
1: totally fine. It was just one of those funny things where like no, it not. looks worse than it. You know what I mean? Like it's just for me like a temporary state, but it was just like it looked <gasps> hilarious. Like I think my eye makeup was like running down My I I don't even know. I might be exaggerating, but it was like definitely. It's it also
2: awesome. <laughs> it definitely. they
1: were
0: definitely. I feel terrible. Cheers.
1: No, it was totally fine.
2: I'm gonna poke myself in the eye the next time. <laughs> there you
0: go. That'll
2: be good. Yeah. <laughs> Even stupid.
0: An eye for an eye. Eye
2: for an eye. Yep. I'll be part of our act. (laughs) He be like, "No, I (laughs) have to.
3: Must
0: put myself in the eye." (laughs) So I, I would love to know. I mean, I, my background is clearly in burlesque, and I am a huge fan of comedy. Um, How can you guys just give like some pointers, like if people are interested in, like, learning more about how to do stand-up or even, like, take improv classes, like yeah. anything like that. Can you give any, like, guidance or pointers or, like, even or just even speak of your own experience in getting into what you do now, like some valuable learning things that yeah. you know, really aided you? I mean, the, the comedy scene in New York is enormous. There's
2: so many comedians, and there's so many different kinds of comedy. You know, there's a really strong alternative scene that has weird, cool stuff that you wouldn't really see at, like, Broadway Comedy Club or Gotham Comedy Club or even Caroline's. Um, and then with that being said, there's still, you know, it's fun to perform at comedy clubs, too, you know, for, like, people from Denver or wherever they're from. And... <laughs> I don't know, Denver. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that most comics will tell you, you know and what you learn really quickly is especially starting out um, people will want you to do these things called bringer shows and <laughs> I've been to see you yeah, at some bringer hey, shows <laughs> and, and just like I've tortured my friends in the same way that other comics will torture their friends um, and it's really you know it, I don't know, I think you have to go through it and you kind of have to learn the lesson. But a lot of these, and some bringer shows aren't as bad as others. Some are like three to five people you ha- you're required to bring and then they're required to pay money at the door. And, re- and
0: you're required not to be paid.
2: Oh, God, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're working for your stage time um and that's why you know most people Uh, just are like well i'll just run my own show (laughs) (laughs) this seems
0: like a waste yeah that's that's a i I, that's a gross violation of many things in my in my book yeah yeah not being paid to work is just
2: yeah like and a lot of comment i mean that's why i think that the burlesque community you guys just to me seem so smart you seem like unionized and like you are Strong and have strength in numbers and your principles and what you decide to do and not do. Comics will perform for no money in the back of a bar for a dude like who's asleep.
0: <laughs> well, so will some. I mean, you know, every burlesque performer has their path, but it's very common when you first begin. And when I first started, God, almost nine years ago, um, you know, it was common for people to be like, oh, yeah, no, no, just come to a show. Like, oh, yeah, no, you won't get paid. And when I was first starting, I was like, okay, that sounds good. But I was like, Mm -mm, no, Um, or they would pay like, you know, or no, the most common was to be an unpaid stage kitten. Oh, that's what that was. And uh, this was back in 2000. I mean, I started in 2006, but I didn't start dancing in New York till 2007. And I remember when I started producing my own shows, I was like, there is something fundamentally wrong with that. Mm Yeah. Primarily because I had been an intern for most of my professional life in one way or another. Mm -hmm. And... I was so done with working for free. Yeah. And I even boiled it down. I even started putting it like when I did, when I would throw benefits mm-hmm. for places. place, I'd say you don't have to pay the performers, but you do need to provide a transportation stipend. Mm-hmm. So at least there's nothing coming out of their pockets. Like, right. Even if it's like, you know, or just like a twenty dollars like tip of the hat. Sure, it's a benefit. Like they're understanding that you know full disclosure, even yeah. you know within the booking email. Mm-hmm. But you know, just as a like as a thank you. Yeah. Um. You know, that's like the base, base, base. But to me, it's it's repellent that people would do that. Um. It's a complete imbalance of power.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah I just
0: I. I cannot get behind that. Yeah. I just can't.
2: It's just, I think it's the frequency of it and the amount of, um, you know, free comedy shows. It's just like audiences now don't even expect to pay. Like, well, if I can do enough research and find out where the hot show is, I mean, you might get, like, a famous drop-in here and there for a free show. So... It's a little bit of an uphill battle. Um, and again, there's just so many comics that are willing to perform for free. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I won't go, like, I, I won't go out of state for no money, you know? I'm like, I'm not going to take Metro North to go perform in a bar for no money. Right. Like In Poughkeepsie. Right. I'm just not going to
0: do that. No. Um, but yeah. But unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, I feel there are people who will because oh, they, just, sure. they want that stage time it's, sure. it's, it's a big issue. I wouldn't say it's a big issue, but it is it's definitely present within the burlesque community
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know where you know you have to stick to a certain price, but then there will be some people who will undercut right and they end up damaging the whole scene yeah. as a result. I mean, thankfully that happens in relatively isolated cases, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, all it takes is one shitty producer yeah. to say, you know, oh yeah, no, it's going to be great, you know, exposure, as my ex-boyfriend used to say, if people die of exposure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, it anyway, it's all I it takes it. is one to,
2: you know, then once it's, the, then the precedent changes and it's, you know, hard to get around it. Okay? Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I see the burlesque community compared to the comedy community as much more organized and
0: like demanding like that they are paid what they deserve to be paid. I also feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about the comedy scene, but it's, I mean, certainly within burlesque, and I think it's very unique to New York, although there are definitely some other cities that do this, but New York, the New York burlesque scene is one of the least... Caddy scenes I know of um and when I say that, of course there are going to be people who start stuff and there are going to be people who have issues with each other mm-hmm. but the New York scene really keeps itself honest and mm-hmm. we know that you know when you feed your community your community feeds you sure and I'm wondering I mean because it just it strikes me as like the competition in comedy is really fierce yeah um, you know, if mm-hmm. even just for like a five minute bit, you know, here, right. there, the other thing and people just show up, they do their thing, they're out. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in burlesque, I mean, we are all backstage together I and mean, yeah. sh- clearly, yeah, if you have to leave the end, you have to leave, but there seems to be a little bit more camaraderie. Again, I don't, sure. I mean, this is just from what I can tell. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it, what, what? I find that female comics really have to work towards that camaraderie and making it happen, and a lot of us are really good, and there's more and more forums and spaces popping up that are by women, for women, and, you know, not necessarily excluding men. That's what happens with, you know, females in comedy a lot, though. Is the second it's like I'm having an all-girl this, then it turns into you hate guys, you're yeah. being exclusive, stuff like that. <laughs> so because it is an individual sport that is by nature competitive, because mm-hmm. especially if there is you know similar types of of comics, but I'm come from I'm a very communal person and I there's you know there's great groups of like NYC lady comics and mm. stuff like that where you know we have forums where we can talk about. Air our grievances, talk about stuff that happens, relate to each other, this and that, and and you're right about your community feeding you. Like you never know who's gonna sell a TV show, you never mm-hmm. know who's gonna sell a book or do this or do that and achieve this. And I always find I, I'm very much like giving my people I consider my peers and some people of course who are a little more successful than I am opportunities and stage time and. Um, I don't necessarily try to just book people who are on TV so that we can get, you know, people in the door. Mm -hmm. It's more about, um, you know, just getting girls on stage who I think deserve it and I think are Mm -hmm. funny and I think deserve a chance to have, have a great set. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I find it, I, I mean, like, all the girls love me. They're really <laughs> nice to me, because I have book them all, but maybe they're talking shit behind my back. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's a lot of great guys in comedy, too. There's a lot of really, really nice, supportive guys that are, you know, strong enough and man enough and cool enough to, you know, have no problem with an all-woman show. Oh. It's like...
3: Oh,
1: she likes <laughs> you. That's another
3: oh. kitten. Yes,
1: Jane making a. She's like, oh, I oh, saw that. Oh, that's sorry. Why. I have this weird like habit mm-hmm. with the ribbon. Anyway, no, 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 no I no, always forget about it when I'm around cats. And yeah, cats. I, just, I would have played Simon Cats. Are
3: you sure that's not my ribbon? I'm <laughs> a cat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's surprising. Oh. She doesn't normally do that. Really. <laughs> it's a, I'm interested in it. And I'm not a cat. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a so cool weird. looking. This is, I like it. It's, really <laughs> it's
1: pretty.
0: So I guess at, at this point, I would love to, you guys are both so funny and smart that I would just love to open up the discussion. What would you guys like to talk about? Mm. What would you like to put on mm. the platform that is Lunch With Legs? Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, you had said before, like what tips you would give people or like to get into and like, I'm not, I'm not really in the stand up comedy scene, but I, I feel like for hosting, Mm -hmm. um, I take, I used, I've I've been taking acting classes with Josh Pice and his stuff is amazing. It's like, it's called committed impulse and it's just like, it's all about just being really present and
0: (laughs) it sounds like a commitment. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah commit to the now yeah
1: yeah no but it's that actually or or just taking other acting classes like that too I mean Mm -hmm. his I love the most but um Mm -hmm. I don't know I just feel like when I first started hosting variety shows I was so scared but then that was kind of what got me through it was just like breathing being present yeah just and sometimes just remembering that I feel like was enough yeah it was kind of a lame thing to just be like hey hey guys just be present no <laughs> so way, it's
0: hard, man. that's the hardest thing for most people on planet earth right now yeah to no it's Be true. here now i mean we live in a society of distraction and numbing and you know medication just like take yourself out of here and now it's like oh no no, no let's focus tomorrow will be better and right like, well actually how about let's just be here now mm-hmm. yeah how novel right no
1: it's it's really hard and I I struggle with it daily but I feel like well everyone does really but like uh, on a level absolutely yeah but sometimes I feel like when I'm hosting and it's going well I am more present than I am at any time so oh, I yeah. just, it's like hyper present so totally. I would say if when you can be just like hyper present I would say that is like yeah. when the magic happens
0: I would, I would love to I mean would you say that you are like when it's going really well you're more fully present than when it's going as opposed to like when things are going You know, not as well, not as flowing as you'd like. Would you say you get a little bit more just like wrapped up in what it could be or? I guess there is some of that. um,
1: I feel like the times I've felt like it didn't go as well. It is where I'm judging what I just did or I said something and then I'm thinking that wasn't that funny. yeah.
2: I think that one of the dangers that happens with that is when, you know, maybe you have a weird audience that's not responding the way that mm-hmm. we're used to, you know, mm-hmm. or like, or maybe like a joke was off or something. Then I feel like sometimes what can happen is you try to turn it on and like force it and push it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like audiences can sense that yeah. too. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: not, I don't mean you. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know I do that. I'm like, oh, they're not laughing. Maybe I need to snap more. What do I, what do I got to do? Yeah. Um, instead of sort of like... But I think that also comes with trusting your co-host, too. Over a long Mm -hmm. period of time, it does make it easier to just, like, settle into it. And, you know, we can say whatever we want to each other on stage because it's... one of the great things,
0: too, I mean, about a good co-hosting relationship. I mean, it Mm -hmm. is... Oh, man. It's brilliant. Because I have seen some co-hosts that were just thrown together for a single night on, like, big stages. Right. And it's just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Because
2: it's all about rhythm and Mm -hmm. listening uh, yeah. And camaraderie and yeah. respect and courtesy yeah. and
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: And you want to kind of always come from a place. I like to anyway of lifting up your co-host, showcasing them too, and mm-hmm. then in turn it'll
1: work. It works good for you. It makes you look mm-hmm. good if you just come from a place of look at us, we're the greatest. <laughs> well, also sometimes I just know <laughs> like I know Karen is like the funniest person, so I know that even if I'm feeling not funny, she'll make it funny. Which is good. Hopefully, because you know. I get into like anxiety downward spirals, and I just know Karen can usually turn. But it, that's our thing. Turn it funny. <laughs> 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 we need you to have those like spiraling
2: crazy out of out of you know, whatever moments because. That's when people respond to that. People respond to honesty and vulnerability. You know, everybody's a weirdo in their own way. That's true. So that's
0: definitely true. You
2: know, it's like people. I think respond to that and and appreciate it. It's very mm-hmm. it's very brave to just admit. Be like, I feel a little wacky right now. It's yeah. like cool. We got a <laughs> microphone. Cool. You know? Especially lately, our mics haven't been working. Our mics kept cutting out. We're, we're taking care of it. last
0: show i thought i was gonna like strangle somebody we got through it we did well ken speaking of anxiety do you Mm. have any tips or tricks that help you get out of any anxious ruts i'm just thinking for you know for other all other performers who might you know no matter their craft
1: yes um I, and I know you do as well, you do energy work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I started studying Eden Energy Medicine about, hmm, maybe four years ago? Mm. I think like 2010, maybe f- almost five years ago. Anyway, that helped enormously because I was doing a one-woman show at the time, and that, I can't even explain the kind of anxiety I had to do this hour long one woman show. Dreams of the Clockmaker. Called Dreams of the Clockmaker that my brother wrote for me. We used to call it, it was like Stevie Nicks meets an Italian horror film. It was awesome. (laughs) You know what? That was back in 2009, the first time I did it, I think. So that six be years possible? ago. No, yeah. 2010. I'm sorry. 2010. Um, <laughs> sorry, I measure everything from when I started dating my boyfriend. <laughs> it's, like, it's a so,
0: landmark in time. Yeah, yeah.
1: seriously, because I started dating him late 2008, and we had to have been together like a year and a half. So it was, it was spring of 2010 was the first time I did the show, and it was just the kind of I just thinking about doing it, like two months before, every day just crushing Crushing anxiety because mm. I was. It was also like a tough one-hour show. It wasn't a show where you could like pretend to be drunk or like get into like a silly spell. It was like tough. It was like costume changes, different music cues. You did yeah. a
2: million different things. Yeah,
1: and it was also like I had to be word perfect, or it would get fucked up. Because the was, narrative has to make sense. Had to make sense too. Oh my god! So I was so, I and mean, I got through it. I got through Great. it, and, but it did such a toll on my, not, not like doing it did such a toll, it also really lifted up my self-esteem, because mm-hmm. once it was done, it was the most exhilarating feeling, but um, that summer, I was just like, something needs to change with my anxiety, I can't be getting, because I used to be a classical mm-hmm. pianist when I was young, and I actually got such bad anxiety that at a certain point, I had to stop playing, wow. or I had to stop playing publicly, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. couldn't do it anymore. I just would be so sick about it. I hated it. So I was like, I can't have that happen with acting. So I found a friend of mine was recommending energy work. And I was like, I don't think that's going to do anything. I don't understand what that is. And then I went to this class and met this angel who's my mentor now. And she, <laughs> it's just so amazing. <laughs> that's
0: great. Yeah. That's no, really good to hear. Because I know yeah. that that work is i mean i'm a I do reiki mm. um, but yeah, I mean, like just to be your own support system mm-hmm. I mean ultimately that I feel any artist um any self sufficient artist who wants to keep working as an artist, you know we are our we are our own best resources mm-hmm. definitely, and if we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for validation or inspiration, you know, like mm-hmm. going out, going out, like con- not referring to ourselves, but just constantly spending all that energy outwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's a doomed, yeah, it's a doomed thing. That's exhausting. Yeah, so I and mean, that's codependency at right. its finest mm-hmm. yeah. in an artistic way, at least because totally. saying like, I'm not enough. I no. need to look outside of myself and it's like, no, actually you have everything you need already. Yeah. Definitely. And just to gain more tools. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was
1: amazing thing about it because you really can just heal yourself of so many things. And I, I mean, and actually I, I did it basically wonderfully every day for over a year and I was so much better than I had been. And then the last few years I've actually been struggling with keeping up with my routines Mm -hmm. and then falling off, almost like falling off the energy wagon (laughs) (laughs) of like doing good things. Mm -hmm. So it's been really tough because that first year I was like the person who's, who's like, Hey, you're depressed. Why don't you just do energy work? You know what I mean? Like just do it. And then once I kind of fell off the wagon, I I did gain that insight again into I even know this will make me feel better, but sometimes I'm so depressed I can't even do it. So mm. that was it's been kind of a good insight, but I wish that insight would be over now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, maybe maybe it's a it's it's more a period of a renegotiation. You know, That's re- true. setting new patterns and because mm-hmm. everything you know once your life starts to change, what the, those same rhythms that can be so comforting. Like, you know, the circumstances around them can shift so drastically that it's, you know, they, they don't fit anymore. It's like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Mm -hmm. That's
1: very true. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of it is that. And,
0: but when I am doing
1: it and when I'm meditating and when I'm doing committed impulse and just being present and breathing and looking at the environment, I feel like I can just, Really get out of that anxiety hole. Like, actually, December's show, for the first time in a long time, I was like, I feel like I'm outside of the anxiety box today. Yeah, And it was this amazing feeling. usually with our show. Like, I love it, but I'm also, like, pretty anxious. But right beforehand, I was actually like, I'm out of the anxiety box today. I was like, I think I'm making strides. I'm just, like, not that worried, like... We have to do this duet, but that's fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be fun.
2: <laughs> Carol, forget her gloves. We'll that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we, that's, I- we try to just have fun. We definitely stay, yeah. stay committed to having fun yeah. too, and like we don't let mm-hmm. each other sort of get. Because it's a pressure running a live show. Every single month we show Uh, up, we're like, this is going to be the one that nobody's coming. Nobody's coming. (laughs) It's going to be like us and ourselves. And people always come, and we always have fun. Mm -hmm. So I think it's nice to have that person to bounce off of like, people are going to come. We're going to have fun. We always have fun. We always have fun. That's true. We do a good job of. We do. We chill each other out. Yeah. I think that's important, too. I think women are good at that.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: That's true. And I also feel like we love the performers who come on so much. And we want it. I think that's been the great thing about being, like, a producer and being a performer is I feel like I know how it is to be in someone's show. So I really try to be really caring of them, too, you know? We love watching our show, too. Like, that's what's fun. That's, like... Oh, I get to watch this, too? Yeah. yeah. No, I do love... If I couldn't watch the show, I'd be so upset. That's why I'm just like, I don't care if it's annoying. I change in the audience during the first (laughs) comic set. That's awesome. Because I just don't want to miss any of it. (laughs) I like it. Uh, Yeah, I love watching it. I do feel like, I always feel bad. I feel like right before the show starts, I'm always so anxious about my own act. That's why I'm so glad. I, I, I always go in first, and uh, I'm so glad. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, because I, I do feel like I'm not as present with the performers right before him, but then the rest of the show I could just be, like, hosting, taking care of things. Yeah. Not worried about that.
0: Yeah. What about you, Karen? How how do you take care of yourself as an Um,
2: artist? I usually have a one hitter with me. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um,
2: Yeah, I usually get a little stoned right before. (laughs) 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 Um, I well, I'm an alcoholic, so I um, have my own, you know, issues with stuff like that. Um, So (laughs) I just. how do I deal with it? I don't, I'm i like, I don't. I'm just a nervous bitch before. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You're very sweet before. I, th- I, like, I think we really try to lean on each other for that seven, talk it out and communicate. And mm-hmm. because it's fun. It's just the, I feel much different at our show because I care so much about making sure that it's a good show for all of our performers. Um And, you know, also I care about my performance too. I want to be funny and, and mm-hmm. for it to work as opposed to going on somebody else's show. It's like, I'm here, I'm self-contained to act, I'm gonna do the best I can, I'm gonna give you 100%. But I don't take on any of the anxiety that you have while you're running this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do what I'm responsible for. And if you need anything of I me, mean, that's fine. So it is a lot of extra anxiety worrying about. And we, I think that it's because we both come from um, theater backgrounds that we care about putting on a show mm-hmm. from start to finish. Even though we keep it loose. We don't really rehearse any bits or anything like that. Um, but... We do have a specific structure. We keep to the time. We, you know, intermission only lasts a certain amount of time. So we both care about putting on a show. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's, you know, the the, the one thing, uh, sort of a complaint that I have with the comedy scene is, you know, some people are calling things shows, and I don't think that they're really shows. I think...
0: What would you call them?
2: Showcases? I I suppose. I mean, they're somewhere in between an open mic. And, uh, you know... If you, my thing is in, and we always send our because the thing that's different about comics and burlesque artists, oftentimes comics will have upwards of five spots in the same night, so they you know they might have to go up early and then leave, and I get that and I respect that, so I always send them a lineup like you're gonna go up between this chunk of time. Oftentimes when I'm booked, I don't find that producers do that, and mm-hmm. I feel like while I'm happy to support other shows, um, sometimes I feel like. Producers can hijack your time. And you get there it's like, oh, I'm going to put you up like fifth. Is that okay? It's like, oh, that's in an hour. Maybe I could have got up at open mic. Maybe I turned down another spot to be here. Um, you, you're just sort of using me as an audience member, mm. which mm. I would have been happy to do, but I wish I had a heads up Within about it. With advance notice. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's all. You know? Mm-hmm. I just like to be as respectful of people's time as I can be.
1: Mm-hmm. That's all. I think that's the great thing of us having done so many different things because I feel like I've... My brother's a filmmaker and I've done a lot of films with him as an actor and then I've helped produce some of those films and then just always, like, producing shows or acting in them. Like, now when I just can go act in a play or just act in, like, a film, it's so amazing to be, like... This is all I have to do. <laughs> show totally, yeah. But it really makes it's made me much more respectful of, res- of like producers and directors' time too now. Mm-hmm. Where especially after doing our show for so long, like I get it. Like there's so much on their plate. So it's just I think it's really great to like have the different roles and know what's really annoying to do and what's really annoying not to do from mm-hmm. so many different angles. Yeah, because yeah. it's really yeah. It's just helped me on a lot of levels to know when to just like chill out. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because
2: that is an important lesson of everybody respecting each other's times and mm-hmm. being forgiving and loose and maybe this person needs to leave early because of this
0: and, you know. It's New York oh. City. we got to make a living. Yeah. 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 Not a cheap so, city to live in. No. Totally. It's not. Totally. So uh, what's, what's coming up for you guys? Yeah. What is coming up? Well... <laughs> well, first question: Is the show regular? Is it the first Sunday yes,
1: of the month? Yes, it's the first Sunday of every month. We are skipping March because I believe that um, the Crane has a festival going okay. on. But otherwise, it's the first Sunday of every month.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: So
2: next one is
1: February first,
2: which yes. also happens to be the stupid bowl. <laughs> um, What's the stupid bowl? It's the, what I call the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> <It's a canine. laughs> yeah, it always takes <laughs> me by surprise.
3: <laughs>
1: It's we're always,
2: always like, bummer. we're such girls that literally for three years, every February, we're like, oh, is that
1: stupid Super Bowl again? They <laughs> have it every year. Is it, it must be the first Sunday of every February. Yeah, it's I gotta be, it I guess it must we be. always land about it Yeah, although last year they moved us to the next week. Oh, they and did? We actually, that's why we had such a great show last February. How do I February. not remember anything? No, I only remember because I, I just remember we had a great show last was February. Was it at University Mark's? Or were we No, at... it was at... We were at the crane already? yeah cuz we've been at the crane about a year a year last october i got to start writing stuff it's <laughs> only because i keep my crazy spreadsheets and then i maybe you should email me some <laughs> can you share them
0: on google docs
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm be
2: educated about my own past
3: <laughs> i don't remember uh, anything man.
2: So yeah, we'd love if people could come out to that show and not, you know, support stupid sports and capitalism. I mean,
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> who are some of the
1: people that you book for February? Do you know? Who do we have? Yes, we have Essence Revealed. Um, we have. We, we have, have now, of Emma Wilman. So my brain is blank. No, it's okay. <laughs> I know
2: some of our, our people. I have Ayana Dookie, who won the She Devil Comedy Festival this year. She's hilarious. Emma Wilman, who. Um, I know she's been Like a finalist For um, NBC Stand up for diversity And she's had A couple You know TV spots She was in One of those um, Like murder mystery Reenactment shows She's great She's She's Very dynamic Performer Um, We love her And Selena Kopic, Who we have on All the time She is the author Of the book New Rules for Blondes Um, She's great Great storyteller Great comic And um, Do we have Brandy on? Brandy Brandy Rowell you no, know, yeah. I love Brandy. She's amazing. Can't get enough. She always kills it at our show.
1: Very I'm good having friend. one of those terrible moments where I can't remember any of my books. Even anyone? though I am but so Rosie? good at remembering. No. no worries. Um Essence Revealed, who's an amazing dancer and just mm-hmm. amazing, all around amazing. Okay, it's coming back to me. Roosevelt C'est La Vie. Awesome. Is awesome. We have Key Cabria, who's nice. great oh, um, I love
3: Key?
1: Yeah, she um is like the little sister of world famous Bob. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we have somebody else who's amazing. They're going to kill you. I'm going to remember. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) remember.
2: I'm just... I don't remember. I think I missed somebody too. Don't worry. We're good.
0: (laughs) I will remember in a a moment because I... It's just one of those moments.
2: Lost in a moment. Lost in a moment.
0: Well, if people do want to uh, find out about your lineups and your scheduling and all Mm -hmm. that, where can they go? They
1: can go on... Facebook, we have um, a public page that stand up and take your clothes off. And then we always have an event for each month that, because I think the actual public page, it's the posts never get boosted now because of
0: Facebook. Because you're not paying them $50 a month. Exactly. Or... but. up, um, well,
1: Zuckerberg, get a life. But we try to share the event on there. So that's probably a good way to do it is to go on that page, then click on the event and then. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Friend either one of us. Oh, yes. Friend either one of us. what I mean. Yeah. I am getting up there. I got a lot of friends. I might have to to start unfriending some people. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to go on a hunt for, like, I don't know, Confederate flags and then unfriend people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I find I hit um, the friend max. Yeah. Probably. I I mean, it really helps to be professionally naked for a living to get, like, max out of your friends. Right, 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 right. But it's so funny. Every time I go on, it's like. I'll go on my page, you know, a handful of times a week just to see how many friends I have, and it'll, like, dip down. And sometimes hmm. I'm like, and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason, no. apart from I. I mean, I would like to think, oh, those are like old spam things, or like maybe somebody's wife happened on. I was like, oh no, that person can't oh, be. No, no, no. Like, my husband can't be friends with a stripper. But yeah, I always find it's like it's always magic. I'm like, okay, how many people can I add today? Because there's also queue. Yeah, again, right. it helps to be mm. naked. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, Facebook, Facebook is it's a lot. Such a head fuck. It is. I've had. I, I
2: mean, I've gone through it. I really am pro- I need to take it off my phone. Um, <laughs> you got a little kitty boom. I did get a
3: little.
2: <laughs> I got a boom boom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hi. Hi. I do want to take it off my phone because I feel like I, that's where I get my news. I, I go there for to feel connected to anything. And it's either that or Instagram or Twitter, social media. It's a uh, lot. It's a lot.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. The new smack. Seriously. It really is. I feel like I, I have a day job and... I mean, I do a lot at the job, but if I, you know, the Facebook that I do do there, it's terrible. Like, I feel like garbage if I have a slow day. I remembered my... Class performer, Corvette Face, who's oh, amazing. Nice. Oh, I love Corvette I love her. It was, she did her amazing
0: yeah. Big Lebowski act at yes. the December show. Yeah, it was the yes. first time I had ever seen that, and it's I was so floored. good. Isn't it amazing? It oh is my god, fucking amazing! It's so well, she actually booked her for my show after that's Cena amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah,
1: she's incredible. She's doing her Barbra Streisand act. Oh my god. Oh my so, god, I love that one. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. one's hilarious. The first time I ever saw it, I laughed so hard I almost passed. That it. one's so funny.
2: <laughs> that's like you know, and I love watching you know the comics like really like crack up and that's like the laugh at you know the burlesque artist that doing this mutual, funny funny stuff. Yeah.
3: It's mutual. You, you know,
2: because that's like we're mm-hmm. in we're in comedy clubs all the time and every night listening to shows and stuff's funny for the most part. But then you get something
1: so refreshing and different that you've never seen before, and it's just. the a lot of the burlesque dancers will tell me, too, that, like, they, you know, they've either didn't really like stand-up comedy or they just had never heard such funny people, but they just
0: are usually blown away by it, too. Yeah, it's a really, like, yeah, fresh, easy like, clean rhythm at your guys' show. I really, as an audience member, I really appreciated that. Because it's really easy to be like, I know, right? (laughs) Have those moments where it's like, yes, I am in the midst of watching molasses going uphill in January. (laughs) Yes. I know. Yes. That's hard. But, no, you guys, no, it's really well done. Thank you. Well, I remember
1: remember our Mm -hmm. very first show you booked these comics and I actually didn't know what to expect because I hadn't heard that much stand-up comedy at the time. But I, I like produced variety shows that could be very hit or miss at the time. Mm -hmm. So I just remember like being like, huh, well we'll see how this goes with these comics not not like i didn't have confidence but just like i just didn't know how the comics would be and then i just remember being so like oh my god they're really funny yeah it's like this show was really good (laughs) it was like our first (laughs) one it was at bowery poetry club and i just remember being like oh my god i know
0: we had fun there yeah we did our first year was there Mm mm-hmm That was really fun. And you guys are now at the Crane on 4th Street. Yep. Yes. East 4th Street, I should say. Yes. Is this correct? Yes. And that's
1: that's fun, too. And do you
0: guys perform outside of your show? I don't
1: really do any burlesque outside of our show now. um, Because I I guess... It's so hard for me to put together acts that I just find that I just almost like doing it just for myself now. Mm -hmm. But I do acting in... um, some films, and then I work with my brother sometimes. And then my boyfriend and I are actually working on putting together like a two person show that we're writing right now. Awesome. So, any hey, part for me? <laughs> 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 That's
2: how you network, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey,
2: what about me? <laughs> um, I have some shows coming up um, on Saturday the 10th. I will be at Karma. Which, uh, I don't know if we have any hookah fans that listen to your podcast. (laughs) It's a big hookah joint. Uh, um, And then the 14th, I'm at uh, Lucky Jacks for Lance Weiss' show. Gandhi is at you. That should be good. And then the 29th um, at Broadway Comedy Club, um, there's this young kid named Kyle who has a specific form of cancer and he just started doing stand up. He's like 16, wow. 17 years <gasps> old. Oh my God. And he's super funny and he's great and he's the sweetest kid. And all the proceeds are going to kids who have the same um, disease that he has. So Damn. that's amazing. So that lineup's pretty stacked too. So that's at Broadway Comedy Club on the
0: 29th. That should be fun. Wow.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh, there's one last question. Oh, yeah, one last question, and I mean, I could easily ask you this once we're finished. Um, have you guys ever thought about going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That I know cool. a lot
2: of comics who go, um, and they just come back with the greatest stories. But mm-hmm. I don't know even
0: so much about it. We, well, maybe we can talk about it because I've been yeah. twice. Really? And wow. like listen to you guys talking god you guys would like i really feel oh, no. i mean mm. it's an investment right time energy money yeah um mm. but it is it is a a very special boot camp unlike any other that, that sounds a, awesome present yeah. in on the planet as far as i'm concerned especially from a com- comedic standpoint yeah. standpoint yeah um but yeah yeah um awesome. is there anything else you guys would like to add for your now newly adoring fans <laughs> um
1: I'm in anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) I'm anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, it's so stupid. Oh, it's (laughs) so (laughs) sweet. You guys are so sweet.
3: It's true. (laughs) It's
1: true. (laughs) I'm anxiety pool, Uh, like Alex Mack. Like this is like at the end of every show. Karen, was I funny at this point? Did you like this part? (laughs) Was I okay? (laughs)
2: That's part of our thing. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything to say really. Oh, I just, I was running another bar, another show called, it was formally called The Cosby Show. But I know, and we used to fundraise, it's me, of course, the selfless, wonderful, fundraising <laughs> individual that I am. We used to fundraise for a different cause every month, and it was The Cosby Show. That in light of all the new events... Oh, event, Cosby Show. Exactly. I had to rename said show, but it is being rebirthed as the Kevin Cosner Show. <laughs> oh and it's going to be great. So
0: um, look out. Speaking of, did you hear that Bill Cosby is starting his comedy tour up in Canada? Oh, I oh heard. Did God. he already do a show? I think he might have done one. I might, I, I want to say it's starting, like, this oh. weekend or something. Oh. And did you see what Felicia was I doing, did? I Forget
2: these women. She's Although, crazy.
1: I did read that. Oh, she always knows the more information than <laughs> No, I just read that they were saying that the way she actually meant it was, it's still not good, but she meant, like, forget that, though, for a moment. This is about this. This is yeah. about a legacy being torn down. The, the interviewer said later that actually oh. she had not was she was she didn't exactly say forget these women. They took it out of context. Kind yeah. of yeah, but it's still
0: bad. Yeah, I feel like it's still a lot of like. Yeah, I saw it a lot. Of, I saw a lot of uh by Felicia's. On <laughs> yeah, yes,
3: yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 Well, thank you guys yeah. for being a. Uh, a beacon of all that is good and hilarious in York oh, city. No, thank really. You. And I, I wish you guys, you know, many, many more happy years of doing these phenomenal shows and I cannot wait to be in the audience for many, many more of them. Aww. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. It's so
1: all warm and tingly now. <laughs> and you're such an amazing performer. I'm so honored that Aww. we're here.
0: It's Very yeah. special. Absolutely. Thank you for having and us. Yes, I'm available for booking. Hell oh, yeah! P.S. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Plus hair flip. Um, well, thank you guys so, so much. And, uh, yeah, here's to, here's to comedy and community and hot women. F, yeah.
1: Cheers. Thank you so Yay, much. Yay,
0: thank, thank you, you so much. So there you have it, folks, my interview with the fabulous Kitten and Kent and Karen Fian of Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off. You can find them on Facebook, and most importantly, you can find them at the Crane Theater doing their thing the first Sunday of every month. Go, go, go. You will not be sorry. Thanks so much. Be good to you. Lots of love.